0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Anita Marks with you. A special broadcast today. We're coming to you live from the Meadowlands Racetrack. A lot going on here today. It is the Breeders' Crown. What is that? 6.6 million year-end races that started last night around 6 o'clock. They start up again today, just about four minutes a lot of racing happening out here. Not sure what your game plan is for this Saturday, but I highly recommend you come out here. Uh, it's a good time. 12 championship events uh, that are taking place in two days. And again, this is the second leg um, of the Breeders' Crown. And uh, and we're going to be broadcasting live from here uh, from, of course, right now noon till 3 o'clock. Um, I'm on the second floor. Uh, you've got great space up here. A lot of people are out here. Exciting day. A ton of TVs all over the place. So uh, you could, you know, get your groove on uh, gambling on these Breeder Crown races. They've got a lot of college football up here, as we know. Michigan and Michigan State kicking off right now. I'll keep you posted throughout the show on that score. I know that's the biggest game on the, on, on the slate today for college football. And we've got a jam packed show for you, excited. Let's break it down. We're going to start with the Knicks, hoping that we could uh, talk Knicks, dive into some, some deep Knicks conversation for the first hour uh Mark Berman from uh the post is going to join us to talk about the Knicks in this hour as well Cynthia Freelian, as always at 1 30 this afternoon we'll dive into some NFL talk with the Jets uh, I know uh not I if you're scared say you're scared I'm scared I'm scared for Mike White I'm scared for Mike White against that Bengals defense that's for sure but I'll tell you what one of my favorite bets this week is the Giants on the money line against Kansas City on Monday night I know call me crazy I just, my gut's telling me this Kansas City team is just god-awful. And I'll tell you all the reasons why. So we'll, we'll get into some NFL talk in our second hour. Again, Cynthia Freeland will be joining us. Um, also, we've got Joe Wiz, who, from what I understand, he's, uh, he's going to be out here at the racetrack. So, uh, you know, typically always have Joe Wiz on the show at 2.30 every Saturday afternoon with his picks and his plays. Uh, and uh, he's going to be out here. So it'll be good. We'll get a live segment. With Joe Wiz at 2.30. Also, Ben Baby. How about that? How about having, what if that's, what, that, it's so funny. I have a lot of people who ask me, Anita Marks, is that your real name? I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, that's my real, what do you mean? like, why would I make up a name? Like, I guess people do that, right? Like, yeah, Anita Marks is my real name. Uh, we've got Ben Baby on. How about that? Like, like I felt like, is that his real name? It's kind of a cool name. But anyway, Ben Baby, he covers the Cincinnati Bengals uh, for, uh, for ESPN. We'll hear from him. We'll get the, the Cincinnati Bengals side. Get this. Marinating this for a minute. If the season ended today, not only would the Cincinnati Bengals win the AFC North, but they'd have the number one seed in the AFC. They'd have the number one seed in the AFC in the playoffs. So really, really unbelievable in regard to the season that the Bengals are having and Joe Burrow and all that good stuff. So, and as we know, they take on the Jets uh, this week, tomorrow. So we'll hear from Ben Baby, get the Bengals side. And Adam Teicher is uh, is going to join us as well uh, from Kansas City and we will preview that Kansas City Giants game as well. As always, uh, we'd love to bring, bring you a click or don't click, find out what is trending um, around this time on this Saturday afternoon. And, um, and of course, we'll take your calls throughout, 800-919-3776. Before we dive into the Knicks, again, if you're, you're, you're planning on coming out here for the Breeders' Crown, you definitely want to be out here before – one nineteen, actually one twenty-two. One nineteen is post time, so you want to get out here at least by one o'clock. Uh, there are four good races that kick off at one o'clock. So, uh, and they're all breeder crown races. So you've got the uh, the Philly Pace, which Test of Faith, who's already earned one point two million dollars, has got a nice little duel with Grace Hill, who this season alone. Has uh, has has earned five hundred thousand dollars. At one forty seven is the Mare Trot And Atlanta, who's been an absolute stud, stud. Ed, I should say, uh, has made two point nine million dollars, unbelievable. And then at two nineteen is the Three Colt Pace. You've got a nice little duel there with Charlie May and Perfect Sting. And at two fifty one um, is the Philly Trot as well. I, I mean, there is just uh, the list goes on and on, but. Um, really, you, you want to be out here no later than 1 o'clock because at one nineteen is the first post time uh, for, uh, for that fourth race. And that's when things really, really start heating up here at the Meadowlands. All right, let's, uh, let's talk about the Knicks. Now, you know, full disclosure, I'm winning a ton of money with the Knicks this season, okay? I, like, I love the Knicks coming in, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I knew just how potent this offense was going to be at the start of the season. I did not. I love the additions. I love the addition of Kimball Walker, Fournier. I loved it, right? I, 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 had, I had big hopes, aspirations. I, I really felt that the Knicks, the way – I know that the season didn't end so great in regard to the postseason, but I'm a big fan of Tibbs. I felt like this is a team that could, could have built off of last season, again, even though the postseason didn't end up the way that you wanted it to, but I think there were a lot of positives – that this Knicks team walked away from last season. So from the start of the season, as we know, the Knicks are 4-1. And and I've been playing them on the money line. And I've been playing them over threes (laughs) each game. and, uh, and, and, And I've been cashing out. And hopefully you have as well. But here's the thing. And, and I know, you know, we've got Jake, by the way. So, again, I'm here at the Meadowlands. We've got Jake and we've got Ty. They're producing the show back in the studio. I know Ty's a huge – well, not, not actually. Ty's a huge Lakers fan, but Ty's really big into the NBA. And, and here's my question. I want to open up the phone lines. 800 As high as I am right now, okay, not just because I'm thrilled for the Knicks, living here in this area, great that they're doing well, winning me a ton of money. But, like, I want to believe that this can, can, this can sustain itself. Right, like it is early. There's teams that are struggling, like Ty's Lakers are struggling, right? The Nets are struggling. Harden's gonna have to get used to this, uh, you know, th- the new rule changes where you know no, no, no foul baiting, which has typically been his game and his style. So he's got he's, <laughs> I don't know. Can you can you teach an old dog new tricks? I don't know. That's gonna be a story within itself. But and, and and here here here's the caveat as well right here's here's the part two to this, and we know you know tibbs he he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't release the reins. even throughout and, and this is what we know about him as a coach in the nBA right you love to play for him you love his fire you love his intensity you love his commitment first one in the building last one to leave does he leave I don't know I hear he's got a bedroom over there at the garden so but as the season progresses, you know, this, this this is this is a Knicks squad and a team that now has been put together. Their three-point shooting is just ridiculous. Kimball Walker, 58%. He's averaging six threes a game. Fournier combined. Interesting stat I came across, right? Kimball Walker and Fournier combined 31 three-pointers already this season. And just to kind of give you an idea in regard to who they, who they replaced, Peyton and Bullock. Now, they combined for 40 all season. Marinate, talk about marinate, marinate in that for a minute in regard to the players that Kim and Fournay have replaced. So, but, and, and, and I, and I want to be optimistic, and I want to be positive and say, like, this will sustain. On top of that, because they're shooting so, you know, <laughs> so unbelievably, especially from downtown, it's it's really, it's, it's, it has created this new role, not really role, but this newfound success for Julius Randle, right? Got destroyed in his performance against Atlanta in the postseason. Can you imagine if this was the team, if this was the squad that the Knicks had last season? And you don't want to go back and say, what if? Let's look forward, but... You know defenses now have to contend and contest with what this Knicks team is doing beyond the arc. So what happens? It opened. It has opened things up for Julius Randle. The pick and roll, open lanes. He's seen each and every night. So with the Knicks backcourt, 17 of 38 from downtown this season. That's just. That's just. It's just. It's so great. It's fun to watch. It's an exciting offense to watch. You know, Robinson has been has been good. He's back at home. You've got the Knicks going up against the Pelicans tonight at 6 o'clock. Pelicans 1-5. Zion, not good to go, dealing with a foot issue, right? This was the biggest concern coming out of the draft when he was drafted number one overall. So, you know, this this is this is an exciting time for Knicks fans. The, the only negative, right, and I don't want to be a negative Nelly, the only negative is, you know, be, because this is a Knicks team that is focusing so much on the offense, you know, defensively, they now rank 15th in the NBA. Okay. You know, can that get better? Absolutely it can. And and obviously this is one of the best starts to the Knicks season that we've seen in a long time. So I, I know I've, I've, I've packaged a lot in there, and if you could hear in my voice, I'm excited. And again, it's not just the amount of money the Knicks have won me so far at the start of the NBA season. It's more about, you know, this is, you know, New York is a better place. This area is a better place when the Knicks are performing well and playing well. And it's a great start to the season. And I want to be optimistic and I want to be positive And I want to believe that this can sustain. I just don't know. I just don't know.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on
2: 98.7 ESPN. This is the best I've felt in a, in a very long time. My days consist of me taking care of myself. You know, and I, and I don't mean that when I'm just in the facility with the trainers. I mean, when I'm home, like, when I'm in my room, like, I'm taking care of my knee. That's, like, my whole day. It's a lot of preparation, you know, leading up to these games, you know, for me, especially, you know, during these days. But, yeah, man, I, I feel good.
1: So Kimball Walker saying that he feels the best he has. Will that sustain knowing... The way that Tibbs coaches this season. Hopefully, it does. eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's get your calls. Let's go to Anthony in the Bronx. Anthony, welcome in. Good afternoon. Hello. Hi.
2: Hey, what's up, Anita?
1: What you got for us?
2: Yeah, Anita. You know, I, you know, you talk talking about like, you know, uh, how far the Knicks can go, and this is any team. It, for me, a team is going to go as far as its best player. And Randolph is the Knicks' best player. And I don't see them going past the second round um, in the playoffs. The same thing with Miami with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is not a 1st tier superstar. I don't see them. And I heard Jalen Rose say this week, oh, you know, I, I think um, Miami's going to the finals. Uh, you know, and I'm saying, what? With, with Jimmy Butler? So Jimmy Butler is going to take Miami to the finals? No, 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 no. You're only as good as your best player. And I think the Knicks cannot get past the second round um, in the
1: playoffs. Okay. Uh, and, and Anthony, I respect and, and thank you for the phone call. Um, I, I, re, I, I understand where you're coming from. I, I respect your opinion. I disagree. Um, heading into the season before uh, the NBA season tipped off, uh, my pick was Miami and the Golden State Warriors in the championship, uh, and I put money on, on both those teams to win it. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm big on Miami. You know, this is, this is a team sport. You've got five guys on your court. Um, and and I just, I like, more than anything, I like the makeup of this Knicks team. And I like their philosophy. I like their game strategy. And even though, you know, yeah, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Julius Randle, good season last year. Not such a great, hot postseason. But with with Mitch Robinson healthy, apparently, again, we're going to have Mark Berman, who's going to be on the show, coming your way at, at 1245 He's reporting that uh, Noel is not going to be active tonight against the Pelicans. Um, But, uh, man, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm excited about this team right now. I'm excited to see once everybody's healthy and 100% and rocking and rolling what this Knicks team is going to be able to do. Let's go to Anthony in Freehold. Anthony, you're up. Welcome in.
2: Hey, Anita, how are you?
1: Great. Good afternoon. What you got?
2: Good afternoon. Um, So, I mean, to to kind of talk about that last caller's call is I mean Jimmy Butler already did that. So, you know, he, he can take this heat team to the finals. I'm a I'm a diehard Knicks fan, but you know, this heat team is is, is probably up there with you know the best in the uh east with, with everyone, you know, not playing well, like the Nets and you know, they're up there with the Bucks, I believe, and I, I believe they do have an uh a chance of winning the championship. Um but I also wanted to get to Knicks and you know the Knicks they, I feel like, to me, I feel like they're they're like one, you know, bona fide superstar from really competing in, in a weak Eastern division. Um, you know, I I I think Julius Randle has played well, except for that, uh, you know, that game against the Bulls. I really don't think that he played spectacular, um, but they still got the win. Um, I just wanted to hear your take on it, and uh, hope you have a good weekend. Thank you.
1: Yeah, you got it. Thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, listen, I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at the the record right now in the Eastern Conference. Obviously, the Knicks, the Heat, the Wizards, and the Bulls all four and one. Charlotte's four and two. Milwaukee's three and two. Milwaukee's just kind of uh, getting geared up again. Let's be honest. We know that uh, they'll be towards the top of the standings uh, sooner than than we know it. Then you've got Atlanta. They're 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 competitive. Philadelphia with Embiid, they're competitive. Listen. And then the, and then you got Brooklyn, the Nets down there. They're three and three. You know, it, it's a long season, right? And and some teams have come out of the gate really hot, like like the Knicks, like the Heat. But don't underestimate. You know, the Bucks and, and the Nets, they're going to be in it. Um, as as well as Atlanta. This is this is this is. I'll tell you what. You, for 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 many many years, we've been talking about how oh the Eastern Conference, blah blah blah. Not as you know, not as difficult as the West. You know, the West has a much difficult time, you know, getting through the postseason, making it to the championship. You can't, you can't say that anymore. You can't say that. There is, there is, there is a lot of parity in this Eastern Conference now, absolutely. Uh, and it's great that that the Knicks are are off to such a great start. But as I said before, prior to uh, the season starting. Uh, my uh, my NBA championship matchup is uh, was, was was heat in the golden state warriors uh, and i 'm I'm st- I'm, I'm sticking to that but um, but i please know i 'm still rooting for the knicks uh, in in every way possible um, I, I do at this point I want to bring in ty uh, ty i know, know you 're a big nba enthusiast uh, that's that 's your at? game uh, i mean your your thoughts on the knicks i mean my question out there right now for our listeners is. How confident are you that this type of success, especially on the offensive production, can sustain itself?
3: Well, it's a, it's a different team in that last year, if if Randall shoots 3 four eleven in the game, they have no chance. They're drawing dead. And for them to go into Chicago, an undefeated team, still unproven, they hadn't really been tested, but that was still a really good Chicago team. For them to go in there and do what they did despite their best player not playing well, it has to— you know, leave a, a long-lasting effect of, you know, being impressed, you being excited, you feeling optimistic about what this team can become going forward because we, we know that the, the Bucks and the Nets are struggling right now, but those two teams are the class of the Eastern Conference. So if you're the Knicks, it's how, how high can you get um, when you're in the conversation with Miami and Philly and Charlotte and Boston – um, w- with those teams, how high can you get? Can you at, at Atlanta? You got to throw them in there as well. Can you get another first-round playoff series like you did last year, as an improved team? And if you can get that, you've got a shot at really, you know, getting to the second round and making some noise. So, as far as sustained success, um, what they have going for them right now, they've got an identity defensively. As you mentioned there, they, defensively, there's been some drop off, which you would expect. But the, it's being overcome by the offense because now you've got Fournier. You've got Kimball Walker. Derrick Rose still looks good. Mitchell Robinson patrolling the paint. Randall has a lot of help now. So if you're a Knicks fan, you have to be excited about what's, what's coming this season.
1: Absolutely. 800 Let's go to Richard in Manhattan. Richard, you're up. Welcome in.
3: Anita, who is the NBA's
2: sixth player of the year right now?
1: Uh, I, I, I couldn't tell you. Oh, you, I you should fe- notice, have,
2: Anita, as a basketball I, fan. I a, a, he's an old a, friend. I have
1: a feeling you're going to tell me.
2: You know who it is, an old friend. And he's <laughs> cementing his Hall of Fame legacy.
1: And I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about Carmelo Anthony. There you go.
2: How can the Nets go out and get Millsap and leave Carmelo like that? Are you going to tell me Joe Harris is better than Carmelo Anthony?
1: Yeah, but I think here's I the mean, thing. Steve I Nash, mean, uh, this guy uh, Marks, all these smart guys on. I, I I get you. I, I hear you. I appreciate the phone call. Here's another thing. You know, at this stage in in, in the game for for Melo, um, and and Ty, is he still with Lala? Is he still? Is he, I think is they he still with, I think they
3: got divorced. If I'm not mistaken, did they? I think so.
1: Um, you know, I, I mean, at, at this and, and listen, you're a Lakers fan, so you know better than I, Ty. But like, I would imagine, like at this stage in the game, like. You know, Melo wants to go to a team that he feels, uh, A, not only has an opportunity to win a championship, but he wants to play with his buddy. He wants to play with his friends. He wants to play, yeah. I mean, you know, right? Like, he wants to play with LeBron.
3: Well, like, well, Melo said that he got a call from LeBron uh, this past summer. Uh, LeBron was, was making his pitch for him to come join the Lakers. He was a free agent after his deal with Portland. And he says, look, is it that you want me or you need me? And LeBron's like, I need you, man. Let's do this. And he's like, if you need me, I'm coming. So here's an opportunity for him to, to join a franchise two years removed from winning a championship. And I know they they've gotten off to a slow start. Uh, Russ has, has has been dreadful uh, in a couple of games. LeBron's been hurt. Uh, a lot of uh, new pieces being implemented. But I know you got the Warriors winning the Western Conference. I, the Lakers are still the best team out there, in my opinion. I, I think they'll be in the finals. And if if Melo can finally get to an NBA final, even as a guy who's not the best player or, or the second best player or the third best player for him to just be in the NBA finals, you know, he's going to have one of those moments where he hits a big shot as Richard alluded to. It's going to cement what ha- has already been a hall of fame career for, for Carmelo Anthony. Eight
1: hundred nine We'll continue to talk Knicks. Uh, we'll hear from uh, Tibbs. We'll hear from uh, Julius Randle as well. Um, And just to get you up to speed on some of the scores of college football, some really big games in the noon slate. Cincinnati 7-0 against Tulane. Michigan up on Michigan State 7-0. About seven minutes left in the first quarter. Uh, Wisconsin up 7-0 against Iowa. Baylor and Texas tied up. UM and Pittsburgh tied up as well. Uh, Big game later on today, 3.30, Georgia and Florida. They call it the largest cocktail party Happening in uh, in Jacksonville, so uh, that's going to be a fun one, and uh, some 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 good. I mean, Penn State, Ohio State, UNC, Notre Dame—some really good college football games tonight.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on ninety-eight point seven
3: ESPN.
1: I've got quite a few people uh, sending me guess—they're g- guessing what my uh, what my Halloween costume is going to be, but. Nobody has nailed it yet, Jake.
4: So I'm the only one, huh? You are the,
1: you're the it's only one. It's because I know you so you, well. You know, we get to work b-
4: with each other every
3: weekend. That's what it is.
1: <laughs> you know you know me best, Boo. It's also you costumes
3: n- we're going to see all over the place this weekend.
1: Are you giving hints? That, that that's a that's <laughs> That's a huge hint. It's It's a huge here, okay, I'll go one step further. I wouldn't be shocked that this is the most worn costume. Yes. So I'm not being I'm not being original here. Okay, no. I'm not being original. I, this is the This is probably going to be the most worn costume. This Halloween season. Correct. I'm just gonna. I'll throw in that the United out.
4: States and, or in everywhere.
1: In the <laughs> everywhere. everywhere. Oh, there's Hints another hint. Everywhere, there's another, yeah, baby. There's Hints another. Everywhere. There's another. There's another hint for you. Everywhere. Uh, hit me up at Anita Marks uh, for uh, for in, for your guess. Whoever whoever guesses who, yeah whoever guesses uh, my right costume, I'll retweet you and give you a bunch of uh, g- give you a bunch of love on social media. Again, Anita Marks coming to you live from the Meadowlands Racetrack, um, home of the Reader's Crown. We've got races that are happening right now. I'm Not sure if you guys are aware of this, but um, so uh, I've been in New York now for I want to say almost 12 years. I can't believe it. Oh my gosh. And um and so out of those 12 years, two of the 12. I've come here to the Meadowlands, and I've raced. I've, I've done a celebrity race here. Um, and I will tell you, okay, so two things happen. Number one, uh, while you're racing and, and you know, you're, 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 on the, you're on the harness and, and you know, you've, you've got a jockey who's with you. It's, it's both of you. It's a two-seater. These horses are going, like, 40, 45 miles an hour. And you're sitting there and you're going, what am I doing? I'll never do this again. This is insane. I'm going to die. And then when the race is over, your adrenaline is, is like, is, it's like, it's so, it's insane that you turn around and you're like, wait, I want to do it again. (laughs) It is so fun. So, uh, it's just, it's, it's really, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled and I'm excited to be out here. It's, it's really, it's really a, a cool place. And, uh, and, and they've been really, really good to a number of us in, in the broadcasting industry uh, as well. So shout out to uh, the Meadowlands. 800 919 Let's go to Chan in Jersey. Chan, you're up.
2: Hey, good morning, Anita, or good afternoon. Very nice to see you. I'm always upset when you're not on on the radio.
1: Oh, thank you, Chan. That's nice.
2: But I wanted to talk to you about my favorite topic with you, and that's Kyrie. You know, I I, I'm I'm thrilled that the Nets aren't talking to him because you know one of the things that drives me crazy, like between like him and Ben Simmons, you know these guys are making thirty plus million dollars a year, and you know the way that they act, it it just literally drives me crazy. And I think the owners also are taking a stance and saying, you know what, we're not going to let these guys tell us what to do because we're playing, we're paying them so much money. You know, enough is enough, and I think you know they've they've drawn a line in the sand.
1: Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing, and and I appreciate your phone call, and thank you for your kind words. You know, as I said earlier, like mental health is is a thing, right? And and so we and, and we don't. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and speculate. I don't know. I mean, both of them have commented on their mental health, and and that they they do deal with some things, and and they do have some issues, and and you know, so I, you know, as an owner, you know, I, I mean. You know, there, there, I'm sure there is a line of, okay, I'm paying you this much money. Um, you know, obviously, you're needed on the court. You make our team better. But at the same time, you have to respect and understand, um, you know, what, what, what both these players must be going through mentally and emotionally, especially since they've been so outspoken about it. It's, it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a tough line uh, and, and not a line that, that I'd want to deal with if I was an owner, that's for sure. Let's go to Mel in Jersey. Mel, you're up.
2: Hey Anita, um, I like to say I I hear that Julius, Julius Randle he like to get extra work in. You know, you also hear that Tom Thibodeau push players too hard. But I think that you know while Julius get that extra work in, I will assume that he offer or invite other players to get extra work in with him. So you know, I think they're a good hand to hand combo. And another quick thing, I like to see Ben Simmons go to either Utah. Or uh, Memphis. I don't know if they have it, but I was thinking Jordan Clarkson would be a good pick.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, Mel, thanks for the phone call. You know, sometimes a change of location, change of scenery, change of environment, change of team, can do a player good. So maybe that's exactly what the doctor orders for Ben Simmons. Uh, so in regard to the Nets, again, as we know, they're 3-3. They're three and three. Harden's dealing with this, this rule change. I, I, I touched on it. Uh, prior to the season starting and 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 i had gotten some wind in in talking to a few folks who obviously cover the nba uh, a a lot better a a lot more intense than i do and and how you know the refs were really going to crack down on this foul baiting which has been a huge part of hardens game right like and and ty sent me this interesting stat prior to uh, the show starting today um and, and Ty, if you want to, if you want to pop in here, I'm sure you could explain this even, even better. But what what is it that that you've you've got on the season that Harden has 15?
3: Oh, so this was this was prior to last night. Harden Harden prior to last night through five games, 15 mm-hmm. free throw attempts. Right. And just to give you a perspective um, on how that how much that deviated from what had become the norm for Harden in his last two full seasons in Houston. 15 attempts he did in a single game 40 different times wow so the amount of of free throws he had in five games he he did in one game 40 times in houston last night though he shot 19 free throws so um it it feels like this rule and it's so fascinating right because we we dealt with it, it, it it feels like we just um, dealt with this here in New York City. And it's like, yeah, that just happened in baseball with Gary Cole because once they got rid of the the sticky stuff, he became a different pitcher. Right Now, the regression wasn't Harden level because Harden's been just bad um, from where he was. Garrett Cole still had, like, dominating performances, but he, he just wasn't the same pitcher. And in and, and basketball now, we see with Harden with the rule changes, he's just not the same player. So you just wonder, like, what the correction is going to look like. Is Harden going to ever become that superstar that he was that made him one of the seven best players in the league? Or is, or is this the new norm? It's hard to imagine this is the new norm, though. Harden's a tremendous basketball player.
1: He is, but it, it's – and, and by the way, Ty, I love the analogy, right? I love the analogy that you're using in regard to Garrett Cole. You know, as we if, go back, Garrett Cole took a few steps back. You know, his his, his ERA in, in that period of time, was it like sometime June and July, went up to like 4 something. Right, like, and 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 had to regroup. I was I was talking. I'm I'm trying to forget. I was talking to somebody this week, and and they were telling me how uh, Major League Baseball is thinking about changing the the baseball next season to make it more tacky, uh, so that uh, it, it it'd be you know more an advantage for 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 pitchers who, of course, now no longer can be use the sticky stuff because uh, they're being you know. Uh, uh, examined is is they're coming off the bump randomly so we'll see what happens there but i, I just I, I love the analogy i mean you know is is it i guess two questions like no, number one is it going to be like you know harden's going to have to reassess his game can you can you teach an old dog new tricks you know can he still have success if uh if if you know that that element of his game foul baiting is removed it was a big part of it Harden knows- you just
3: As you just
1: as you just shared you just shared what the you shared what the stats were it's it's pretty it's it's pretty significant time yeah
3: he also shared that um, remember during the playoffs last year uh, he injured himself in that game one against Milwaukee and tried to play on it so he he ended up missing the rest of that game but once Kyrie went down in game four he comes back for game five clearly was compromised should not have been out there but he wanted to give it a go just because the the Nets were so injury plagued. so he's still battling back from that as well. 800-919-3776.
1: one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Hammer in the Bronx. Hammer, you're up. Welcome in.
4: Hey Anita, thanks for having me on. I'm gonna take a stab in the dark with this uh, Halloween costume and guess Squid Game.
1: Ding 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 ding! Any- yes, <laughs> yes. How did I know. It is- yes, it is Squid Game. I was so excited. I just, it kind of like, it, I, I just kind of like came to my mind i got a phone call from our daily wager producer yesterday he's like i'm sorry i know i'm I know i i'm telling you this too late but like everybody's gonna be in costumes tomorrow for the show i'm like really i'm like okay fine so i go online and like thank god for amazon what would we do without amazon right amazon prime so i went on amazon and i immediately i ordered i ordered one the mask and the 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 pink hoodie so, uh, I binge so,
4: watched it a couple of weeks ago and I just, I, I stayed up all night watching the entire season. So I. Did
1: it's so sick and demented. Who are we? Anyway, uh, Hammer.
4: I, I, I think I was just as, I think I was just as di- uh, disappointed as LeBron and AD with how it ended, but uh, we'll leave that. We don't want to spoil it for anybody else, but I wanted to talk to you about football and the trade deadline being three days away. Um, I was on my podcast yesterday, Hammer's house, talking about potential trades for the Raiders and a lot of these guys have come up, uh, between Fletcher Cox, Fletcher Cox and Melvin Ingram. But I see a lot of NFL teams, not just the Raiders are very hard pressed for the cap right now. What m- moves, if any, do you think are going to be the ones that are going to be the biggest splashes in the NFL come to, uh, this coming Tuesday?
1: Yeah. Hasn't Melvin Ingram come out and like said that he wants to be traded. He's not happy with his, his playing time, right?
4: He has, and apparently the Steelers have said they're not going to trade him to an AFC team, which the Raiders already beat them in Week 2. We're second seed right now in the conference. I don't see where that would be an issue in trading him there. We have plenty of depth on the defensive line, but I think we need one. We need a rusher that can stop the run. That's our biggest flaw right now is the interior line with stopping the rush and getting potentially a right tackle. And I've heard uh, Lyle Collins from the Cowboys has been an option, as he is a backup right now, and Jerry is listening to offers for that. And then there's that right tackle from the Eagles. He was a 2019 first-round pick, but hasn't really panned out. And they've been talking a change of scenery for him, and the Raiders trading away Klee Farrell, who was a top-four pick in the 2019 draft, who's only had six sacks, six-and-a-half sacks on the career and hasn't done anything this season.
1: Yeah, I mean this week, and, and and Hammer, thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. Shout out to your podcast as well. I um, hope it's doing well. Um, you know, I, I I haven't I haven't taken a, a, a really a lengthy dive into uh, the trade deadline and some of the players that are out there, uh, but I, I I definitely should and I need to considering that uh, it's it's fast approaching. So, uh, but I do know that uh, that there's a possibility. I, I know I know the Steelers said they're not going to trade him to anybody in, in the conference, but. Um, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, you're, I, 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 I would imagine that a team is 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 going to be reluctant to take a, a, a lesser deal in a different conference uh, than a more lucrative, and appealing deal in their own conference. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But appreciate the phone call.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here
1: comes the money. The money. Woo! By the way, this portion of the Anita Mark Show brought to you by America's Best Racing. There's only one place for all things horse racing. That's americasbestracing.net. From expert analysis to betting tips for beginners, ABR has nonstop coverage of the races, 360 days a year. Love it, live it, bet it at America's Best Racing. Again, just a reminder, uh, we can wager uh, on Friday from 10 to midnight. We, we'll probably hit after the Knicks games. So we probably won't hit until like 10.15, 10, 10.30. 10, but from 11 to midnight, ABR is going to jump on board, and we're going to preview the Breeders' Cup. We're here at the Meadowlands for the Breeders' Crown. Next week is the Breeders' Cup. And also, right now, Joe Wiz. You can hear him and his shows on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, is sitting right next to me, brought to you by PlaySugarHouse.com. Uh-oh. What's going on here, Joe? Did you get us a winner? Did you Our exact box, did you get us a winner? Uh oh! Some people in money. Talk about it. Here comes the money.
0: I think we got the exact the box, Anita.
1: Really? Yes. Do you? So but it's much- chalky. It's chalky. It's chalky. How much? How much money will that pay me?
0: Probably not much because we had the favorites. <laughs> we threw the bomb in there, but I, I think we'll get our money back. So it's probably going to be a break-even proposition.
1: Well, you'll, you'll get your money. But by the way, uh, fellas, we've got we've got. I know you were excited. By the way, Jake and Ty, Joe is excited. He thought you guys were going to be out here. So he was excited to come out here and meet you guys, but, you know, somebody has to hold down the fort. Joe, yeah, I, was,
0: so. I always hear, you know, talk to Ty all the time and talk to Jay a little bit, and uh, I was I was hoping to see everybody and meet everybody in person. I'm, I got, Anita, I we have two bottles of wine to drink here, some Rombauer. I wasn't sure if he liked white or red, so I got both. Couldn't yeah, make up you, my mind. You brought you brought me a
1: Chardonnay <laughs> and a Zinfandel. I appreciate it. Thank you. So, so guys, Joe comes, uh, you know, Barring gifts, so. I think. Oh, so. you're
0: more than two bottles. It's, I, you make me nervous every time I go head to head with you. It's like you win like uh, you know seventy percent of the time.
1: I've been. I've been. <laughs> listen, I know. I know you were. You were saying. What's your percentage on the year so far? You're. You're.
0: I like to tell people sixty percent. People think that's a low percentage. It's Anita, not. And I emphasize that all the time <laughs> on the air. To,
1: people have to realize. Listen, if you're winning, if you're winning at like 55 percent. Exactly. That's a huge. That is. That's huge. Like you should be employed by someone.
0: It's. It's all about money management. I was telling. Uh, uh, Joe, who was also here, um, and it's all about money management. You use two games, you bet them for hundred each, and then if you had two games, say those two games lost, then you lost two twenty with the juice, and then you bet two other games for two hundred each. So your record could be two and two, and you could still make a profit even at fifty percent, depending on how you bet the games.
1: Right, right. So you got to be wise in regard to, to, to how you do wager the games. I'm fifty eight percent on the season. You know, but I, I've, I've got a ton of bets because, as we talk about all the time, I, I bet prop bets. But also, surprisingly to me, I'm doing well in, in baseball and, and in, in NBA. Um, I'm all over Atlanta, right? I had them on the money line game one and game three. Uh, I'm doing well with the prop bets. I had over strikeouts for Anderson last night. Sure enough, he hit that. I've been winning a ton of money with the Knicks. I've been playing the Knicks on the money line. They're four and one.
0: Yeah, the Knicks are favored on the road tonight. You I'm know, doing, no, Z- no Zion, so I'm, I think playing, you'll be okay there.
1: I'm playing right. I'm playing i lo- I'm playing a lot of um, over three pointers for Kimba and uh, Fournier so l- hey listen life's good right now hey who,
0: who would think that the Knicks have the best chance of bringing us a championship now that the Yankees have been eliminated a long time ago there really isn't anyone in this area the metro area the Knicks are probably the most exciting thing that we have going on right now with their fast start and I think uh, if there's any indication of how they're playing right now I think they're gonna f- easily surpass them 41 and a half total of was posted at play and, and I did and I did and I
1: did and I did play that I did play the over prior to the season uh just uh full disclosure full transparency i have the heat and the golden state warriors as my nba championship matchup at the end of the season we'll see how that plays out but let's talk some college football uh, which by the way let's get people up to speed um you know what i I, when am i going to learn my lesson with michigan right like i took michigan state today um and michigan is up on them uh they're about uh i want to say they're seven minutes into the third quarter Michigan's up 30-14. I don't know, it's like it's like each and every week I'm like, "Uh, horrible Michigan. Nah, They're going to lose." And they prove me wrong each and every week. I don't know what's wrong with me. Anyway, Cincinnati up on Tulane 21-12. Michigan up on Michigan State 30 to 14. Wisconsin over Iowa 20 to 7. Texas over Baylor 21-17. Miami and Pittsburgh all tied up at 31. I took Miami today. UM, I guess it's a family thing. Virginia over Georgia Tech 23-17. Illinois beating Rutgers right now into the third, 14 to 10. Maryland up on Indiana, 28 to 17. I had Indiana today, by the way, um, and. Uh Really, right now, that's some of the, some of the big games. We've, of course, you've got Georgia and Florida later on this afternoon.
0: Yeah, the, the, the biggest cocktail party. We could start it right here with some Rombauer. But, you know, when you look at it here, Georgia, I I talked about it every week. They're the number one team in the country. Their defense is really good. But their offense is a little questionable. And I, I'm not sure what we're going to do, what to expect. Because, personally, I think if Georgia plays Alabama, which they headed on a collision course at the SEC championship game, that happens. I think Alabama could beat Georgia.
1: Well, let's talk about some of the games that you do like. UNC and Notre Dame. I put some money on UNC this morning. Hopefully I'm on the right side that you're on.
0: Yep. Um, usually I, I take a look at this game here. Notre Dame has been very inconsistent. Last week they played really well with Cohen. He was 20 of 28 uh, against uh, Wisconsin. Um, but I think with Notre Dame here against USC, sorry, again, but I think here with North Carolina, they're finally playing to the expectations. And pre, they were preseason top ten they haven't really played well but in the last few games they're averaging over 35 points per game i think this is gonna be a high scoring game and it wouldn't shock me if north carolina wins the game outright i'm taking the four as insurance but i'm also taking them on the money line they need to i know you love those money line bets
1: i do who doesn't like money line bets especially with dogs um fresno state and san diego state that's your late night game you know a lot of folks either they're playing with house money or they're trying to recoup getting ready for sunday What's your play in that one?
0: Yeah, when you take a look at it, San Diego State's have one of their best starts in school history. They're unbeaten. And you have a contrasting styles here. Fresno has a very good offense. They have one of their best quarterbacks in college football, Carson Strong. Uh, they're coming off a two-point win over Nevada. San Diego State is unbeaten. Anita. really big game for them, and they're trying to get into a major bowl game here. Um, the line here has shifted a little bit. Fresno's now a small one-point favorite. On my radio show this morning, I, pre- I gave out an underdog, and uh, San Diego State was that play. I know it's only a small dog, I said it's going to win out right but I'm taking San Diego State I'm, I usually defer to the team with the better defense and San Diego State has a much better defense than Fresno does and I expect them to control the tempo control the clock a low scoring game and I'm looking for San Diego State plus the one
1: Cool. All right. Well, hopefully at the end of the day today, I'm playing with house money and uh, and 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 I'll maybe I'll double up. Well, it depends
0: C- on how long you stay here at the Meadowlands. With I mean, your, you know, horse racing, gets very tricky, you know,
1: with your San Diego State bet. All right. Let's turn our attention to the NFL. And as always, uh, you know, we like to talk about our, our home teams. Man, you've got a Bengals team that is here in New York ready to take on the Jets with with Mike White. What? Uh, Bengals getting 11. I, I, I mean, Bengals favored by 11. Jets getting 11. Um, I know you and I always talk about it. We don't like to lay those double digits, but in this case, I, like, like this could be really, this could be really ugly. I will tell you what my play here, my play is the under at 43. I like the under in this play. I think Cincinnati goes up by a lot early, and then they just, and then and then they just run the football with with Joe Mixon. They play good defense. They keep the Jets down. I'm looking at like I'm looking at this game like uh, 20 24-3, 24-10. That's that's what I see here.
0: I think the Jets are the only team in the NFL that hasn't scored a point in the first quarter. They haven't
1: I mean, 44 nothing.
0: I mean, it's just embarrassing. And like I said, right now, what could you say, Zach? Exactly I'm not sure if that's good or bad because the way they've been playing. So, you know, we look at the only thing you could look at is Cincinnati perhaps having a little bit of a letdown, coming off that big emotional win at Baltimore. Uh, 11 points is a lot of points. I normally wouldn't recommend it. I still, even against the Jets, I'm not going to do it. So I kind of agree with you here. I think that the Bengals take a lead. Uh, Jets are going to have a problem scoring, which they had done all the all season long 43 is the total here I can see a, 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 a 21-3 score
1: right so I'm going under here that's my play also we talk about prop bets I like uh, Mike White to, to, to throw more than one and a half interceptions so that would be a total <laughs> of two I know negative Nelly over here also uh, I love Joe Burrow over eight and a half rushing yards
0: yeah, um, with Barrow, I'm not sure how much he's going to rush, but I know with White, him throwing one one-and-a-half interceptions, I sort of like that bet. He played at Western Kentucky, had to do a little bit of research on him, didn't know much about him, and, of course, they're just going to try and limit limit it and uh, avoid him throwing the ball much. Uh, I like the total of this game 43 more than anything else.
1: Also, I'll use this as a two-team six-point teaser. I'm winning 80% of the time with two-team six-point teasers. This I love
0: season. it. 80% is a high winning percentage. They've been, they've
1: been, listen, they've been hitting. They've been hitting. Um, and and I'm going to pair that up with Carolina. I like Carolina against Atlanta uh, this week. All right, let's, let's turn our attention to Monday night. I know we're fast-track, fast-tracking. There's a, a, quite a few Sunday games I, I also want to talk to you about. But let's talk about the Giants. I've been saying it all show long. I even had a caller who called in. Of course, he was a Cowboys fan. and full transparency, he admitted that. But... I, I like the Giants on the money line. Here, here's here's what I think the problem money is. Money line?
0: What is the value of the money you're getting? Here's, plus, what's plus, the what's plus, odds? Plus
1: 350, plus Woo! 380. Here, here, here's, here's what the problem is. People are looking at this Kansas City team, and they're like, it's like they can't look at Kansas City as like the reality of like where they are in the moment. People look at that Kansas City team. They look at, at Patrick Mahomes, and they're seeing the Kansas City team from last year, the past two years. This is a hor- – let me say something. Their defense – 29th against the rush 31st against the pass their defense and and i'll, I'll even go one step further so spags as you know was defensive coordinator of the giants uh Merit was the db coach uh, both these gentlemen uh, i wouldn't say dear friends but you know acquaintances good friends in in the business i reached out to both of them this week because i wanted to talk to them off the record and both of them said anita we love you to death we're absolutely horrible can't talk to you wouldn't even know what to tell you so i mean i'm just i'm just sharing with you here's the defensive coordinator and the db coach who would not even get on the phone with me this week joe i hope you didn't did, take it personal no 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 i know and <laughs> they said they said anita we love you but we're horrible we're god awful we don't even i don't even what what can i even, what what can we even tell you so, so it just goes to show you defense defensively they're just like kansas city's never had a great defense but they're just really bad joe And on top of that, you've got an offensive line. They're not gelling. Patrick Mahomes is trying to do too much. He knows that he has to make things happen. Because the defense is not stop anyone. That's why he's got nine interceptions on the season, Joe.
0: He's tied with uh, Zach Wilson for the most
1: interceptions. It's unbelievable. I'm and telling <laughs> you, they're bad. People, they're bad.
0: I they're told, bad. I told you that last weekend when I gave you the, gave a bet against them. I took the Titans. The Titans scored on all five of their first half possessions last week when they played against Kansas City. We know about the defense. Part of the reason the Kansas City defense is so bad, though, is because KC turns the ball over so much. So it attributes to that defensive aspect of it but when you take a look at it here Kansas City is a money burner they're 4 and 14 against the spread in the last 18 games and this goes back to the Super Bowl even prior to the Super Bowl and the Giants I'm a little bit concerned about the Giants you know coming off that win against Carolina but you know taking double digits you have no choice the Giants have the best spread record on the road in the NFL the last three years best spread record on the road so yeah the only way you can play this game is to go uh with the dog and perhaps a high scoring affair as well you know I think that uh I think that KC going to try and force some points on the board here Giants defense isn't that good um and but if the Giants play the way they did against Carolina I think that they will be very competitive I do admire you for your ambitious pick on the money line I'm not going to go that far I'm taking a 10 so <laughs>
1: here but Joe you know this you're you're I mean this is what you do for a living you know I dabble but um, you know, play the Giants plus ten, plus ten and a half, and play them on the money line. Double dip.
0: Absolutely. I head did your it.
1: head your bet. Head I, your bet.
0: I did it Thursday night with Green Bay. And I got a gift there. You know, when I took Green Bay and uh, you know plus the uh, which, six.
1: Which let's be honest, Arizona should have won. won. Aj Green thought it was a rushing play.
0: You're right. It's amazing. Didn't
1: even. Didn't even. Try, come on.
0: It's amazing. But luck is part of winning. Look at Buffalo and Tennessee, that Monday night game, same thing. Uh, you have to get lucky to win. No matter how much skill or knowledge you have in any game, right. usually the teams that win the win it all, they always have that luck aspect. They always win one or two games here. But getting back to the Giants, um, I think that the Giants getting 10 is the only way you can go. And like I said, if you're looking for an outright upset, uh, KC, uh, I don't think that they're going to even possibly. It's amazing. Mahomes was a, a favorite to win the MVP at the beginning of the season. KC was favored to win the Super Bowl. Neither one of them. Are going to come even close.
1: Um, so, so we, we've we've shared our thoughts and our picks for both the home teams. Is is there is there a play on the slate tomorrow that you are eyeing that you really love? Is well- there? A- is there something that you love?
0: No, I don't know if I love anything, but I do like, I'm going to tell you, I'm expecting the Lions. I, I had the Lions last week right on Twitter. I gave it out on Joe with Sports. You can see it's right there. I don't delete my Twitter post. I know you don't either. I don't either. No, I know. I'm not implying that you do. But I had Lions plus 17 last week, and now the Lions are getting three and a half. I don't trust the Eagles as a favorite on the road. And um, I think that if there is a chance for the Lions to win a game, I think playing against the Eagles, um, they're getting, they're getting three and a half, I'm taking Detroit there. Um uh the Colts in Tennessee that's the big game uh with the wait, Colts wait
1: wait wait don't move let's let's, let's stick let's say. Right, uh, so, <laughs> so Eagles, Eagles and Lions you like the Lions getting three and a half I'll tell you the, the play I like here is I like the over 48 because I think Jalen Hurts is going to make some stuff happen so um and I think the Eagles are going to be able to put some some points on the board but uh, listen I, I don't I'm not against your play um my prop bet wise DeAndre Swift over receptions over receiving yards that's my prop bet in that game uh, Jamal Williams not 100%. Uh, Lions love to use their their DBs in the passing game. So uh, and and I don't know what that line is right now. I, I unfortunately I have I, I need to check. But um, Deandre, uh, DeAndre Swift over receptions, over receiving yards in that game.
0: And you got to remember, the Lions have not been that bad. They've been competitive in the games. They should have beaten the Ravens at home. who it wasn't for a 66-yard field goal, they played competitively against the Rams. We weren't expecting them to win the game outright, but they were up 10 to nothing. So they had they have competitive. I actually give the edge with golf as uh, as at the quarterback situation. Uh, I think that uh, if Dan Campbell can get his you know stop crying after games, I think he'll be okay.
1: Come on, that was touching.
0: <laughs> I like the I like the four t- points there um, i i like
1: dan campbell's press conferences over uh, was, uh why am i drawing Fia, Fia, uh, philadelphia eagles head coach why am i drawing a brink see serrani yes. nick
0: serrani yes. yeah yeah eagles like i says are, are, they're very inconsistent um last week it's amazing because i talked about it on the show last week the eagles played at the, at the raiders we knew that the, the tight end for the raiders was out that line went all the way down to a pick em. It went from three down to pick'em. It's very rare you see a line move three points in the NFL. And either sometimes a half a point, one point. But I saw a pick'em, and everybody started betting the Eagles, and it was over the first quarter. The Raiders took the lead and never looked back.
1: Yeah, I had the Raiders. So
0: now, now um, the Eagles are traveling from Vegas. They're going to Detroit. Another road game. I always look for that aspect when you're traveling. From, yeah. that's another element.
1: Um, you mentioned the Titans and the Colts. Uh, now listen, Carson Wentz, very impressive last week against the 49ers. I don't a, know if
0: he was that impressive. I oh, had that the Colts. Wh-
1: Listen, I played quarterback. To throw the ball and to have that accuracy in, in those weather conditions.
0: I had him. I was happy. Un,
1: un, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Um, I, I commend Carson Wins. You know, he's finally kind of coming into his own. His ankles are feeling better. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I told Cynthia, I had Cynthia Freeland on earlier. I said, I'm staying away from this game because Tennessee's coming in, feeling really good right now. I'm more excited to see the race who wins this division because we know it's going to be between these two teams. Jacksonville and Houston are out of it. But the Colts are favored by two and a half.
0: Interesting, because uh, they, they met week three, and the Titans won that game. And the Colts have a problem stopping Derrick Henry like everybody does. But Henry has five straight 100-plus-yard rushing games against the Colts. And the Colts right now, Tennessee, it's hard to go against them. I mean, I had them last week when they beat Kansas City. The week before that, they pe- played Buffalo. They beat them. Um, I think there's going to be a high-scoring affair. Um, you can mention Carson Wentz is starting to play better. The total's roughly around 50. I could see it going over the total. But, listen, if I can get three, buying at a half a point a, – a you know, I like to buy those half points. So if, I can, I. if I can get three with Tennessee, with Tannehill playing the way he is right now, uh, I, I would take a shot with the Titans getting three. Um, I think that's going to be a very tight game, but I think it's also going to be a high scoring game. Uh, my play in that game would be to play the over. I think that both teams are going to score a lot of points playing indoors.
1: Uh, one, of, one of my favorite plays, and we'll end on this, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. Like I said, I think the Vikings and the Cowboys are going to be a barn burner track meet, however you want to phrase it. I like the Vikings team total over 27 and a half points. I like Kirk Cousins over two and a half touchdown passes. I like Adam Thielen over 66 and a half receiving year. I don't even remember Mama Mimi's birthday and I remember all this crap. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know how you remember it all.
1: I, I don't either, but I do. Um, it just goes to show you where my mind is. Um, so I just, I, I, and Vikings are favored here by three. And a big reason is because Dak Prescott in, in, in that, in that calf injury. I'm staying away from the line, even though I have a little lean on Minnesota. Uh, but I just, I think Kirk Cousins has a monster. Vikings coming off of a bye at home. That stadium, it was constructed. It was architecturally engineered to make it difficult for the opposing team in regard to uh, ambiance in, in, uh, in noise volume. So uh, I, I just, I, I just, I, I think the Vikings put up a, a lot. Of, so I like over twenty-seven and a half points and Kirk Cousins over two and a half touchdown passes.
0: Well, you take a look at the Cowboys. They covered every game. They're perfect. They're, you know, they've covered every game starting with week one when they played against Tampa. Now, if they played Tampa, the line would be six and they were getting nine and a half and 10. Uh, the Cowboys. Um, they're off to a phenomenal start. Now, here's the question: There, you have to pay attention to find out what the deals with Prescott. It's very hard to make a bet right now. But if I, th- if Prescott's healthy and he plays, I'm going with Dallas. I think they're a better team than Minnesota. Nobody's been able to stop the Cowboys on offense. The Cowboys' defense is a little suspect. We saw what happened in Foxborough. Um, but I like, I like the dog here. I think the, you know, I think. Personally, right now, I think the Cowboys are a better team than the Vikings overall, and they're getting three points. But here, here's the
1: thing. Even if, even if Dak does play, I'm, 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 I'm seeing what, oh, here's the latest. Ed Werner reports that he's questionable. He will be a game-time decision. Here's the thing, though, Joe. Even if he does play, he's got a calf injury. He's going to be one-dimensional. He's not going to be able to scramble. He's not going to be able to create for his own. And Minnesota, number one team in pressure rate. They get pressure on the quarterback 33% of the time. Number one team in pressure rate. Just throwing it out there. Food for thought, dude.
0: And let me throw another thing out there. Dallas beat them in the Vikings last year when – Andy Dalton was their quarterback. Did you know that one? So, I, so that, that you know, I know, I know that the Vikings they have disappointed all the time. Every in the last few years, head coach Zimmer's a another good bottle, another specials. bottle of wine, Joe. You got me for two bottles of rum, We'll ano- go for another one,
1: another bottle of wine. We'll do. I'm it. I'm
0: on the Cowboys' roster for you, only if <laughs> Prescott plays. So you have to wait till Sunday night.
1: Fine. You know what? I hope he plays. You know what? Because I think again they're going to be they're going to be hand strapped. Because of his cap. So even if he so he plays, hopefully he plays, and I get another bottle of wine from you. Joe is brought to you by Playsugarhouse.com, featuring their one million dollar bet beat the spread challenge. Make spread bets each week for a shout at their one million dollar weekly and season-long prize pool. Visit PlaySugarHouse.com for full details. Must be located in New Jersey, 21 and older. Gambling problem? Make sure you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Joe, uh, really pleasure uh, sitting here and in, in, in doing this segment with you live. It, it really is, is fun. Thank Hopefully you. Hopefully
0: we f- could do it more often.
1: Thank you, my friend. That would be great. Yeah, how great would it be? If Metal- I'm going to have
0: to follow you. I do follow you on Twitter, but I'm going to see where the event you go to so it's where I can make some more live appearances. Here.
1: How great would it be if Meadowlands has us out here each and every Saturday? That maybe, would be nice. Maybe maybe our sales department can make that happen.
0: Joe's a great guy. Joe's right? going to make it happen.
1: Meadowlands has us out here each and every Saturday. I could, I could do this. This would be fun. The anyway. problem
0: is they usually run at nighttime. They're running during the daytime today, but Meadowlands normally runs on Friday and Saturday nights. But we'll see what happens. Don't ruin it, Joe. Don't, Absolutely.
1: Don't ruin it.